back to episode 41 of the Mile Higher Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendall and Josh, and we are back. Yes, we are. And sorry that we weren't here last week. We said we were going to be. I take full responsibility for this. I just have to say, Josh worked so hard. He had the podcast all ready to go. I was I was like so <laughs> upset that we I know. didn't get to it get it done. It was my fault. I take full responsibility, but you know, I'm only human. So here's what happened, basically. We were going to record an episode, this episode, uh, right before we went out of town. And the night before we did, I came home and I got this email from my doctor. And I really want to explain to you guys what's, you know, what's going on in my health stuff, because I do realize that a lot of you don't even know me from YouTube. You only watch the podcast, so you have like no idea what I'm talking about. I am going to get more into like explaining that to you guys next week because we are going to talk about big pharma. So it's a good time to talk about medical stuff <laughs> and our horrible fucked up healthcare <laughs> system in the U.S. Yes. And so long story short, my doctor really pissed me off. <laughs> I got really, really mad. I went into a full panic attack. Like I couldn't breathe. I started throwing up. I threw my phone, like I hurled it across the room. Literally it smashed, smashed her phone on I the ground. I smashed yeah. my iPhone. That's how upset I was. And then like I was hysterically crying. And then I realized we were supposed to record the podcast. And I was like, dude, uh, that's not going to happen. Like, Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I don't want to like, yeah. you know, force you to no. do something that you're not in the right state of mind for. You well, know? it just so. wouldn't be possible. And anyone out there who's like had an actual panic attack knows that like after it happens, you're you're so exhausted. Your adrenaline system's all fucked up. So I would like pretty much passed out for a few hours after it all happened and we didn't get a chance to record it. But we hope you guys understand, you know, trying to get used to all this health stuff has been quite a challenge this year. I'm still kind of trying to figure out how to go about living with something like this. And I hope you guys can understand I'm doing my best and that we, of course, don't like missing content. We love doing this. We've been so excited to get here and record today. So we're just looking forward to going forward. And sorry, one more note I have to say. I just want to quickly say that this episode is also a little late today because I wanted to wait until I hit a million subscribers today because I was inching along, getting real close there. And I just wanted to hit it before we started podcasting so that I could thank you all who have supported me. Yes. From <laughs> Let's give a big round of applause to Kendall. <laughs> wow, this is awkward and quiet. No, Yay. seriously, everybody out there. <laughs> cheers yeah. to you to one million subscribers. Oh, thank you. It's truly amazing. You've been cheers so to dedicated to your work and to your channel and watching you, you know, start out as everybody does on YouTube as, you know, yeah. tiny channel with no nobody mm -hmm. watching at first to Except for now. Cutie Cat Noob. Shout out to my first <laughs> subscriber. I still remember your name, but I can't find her. But that's just really cool. And, you know, it's inspiring for all of us, inspiring for me, especially because, you know, I'm just kind of started my my YouTube journey and, you know, mm -hmm. now my podcast journey with you. So it's really <laughs> exciting to, you know, watch you hit this milestone and just you're a forced to be reckoned with on on youtube that's for sure well that's that's really nice of you to say thank you i've just been you know so filled with love today by so many messages and i'm just beaming i'm in such a great mood i can't tell you guys how much this means to me and how this truly was a dream for me i mean from like i was saying this morning just turning on the camera for the first time i had no idea what i was getting myself into and just getting to like 300 subscribers, I remember, was a really big deal. Like talking to my mom and being like, dude, 300 people like have watched me online. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's just like, it's crazy. It's been, you know, like almost six years now. I think it's been about six years and it's yeah, been one hell been of a, a journey. Long time. And I just, I'm just really grateful to be where I'm at. And thank you. That's it. And, and that's all I got to say. This train ain't slowing down anytime no. soon. We're, we're pushing Full onward into the future. The future is bright. <laughs> 
Yeah. For Very all bright. of us, actually. The studio's bright. It's looking real bright. It's almost done. Oh, God, guys. Delays after delay. I'm sorry. I'm working hard on it. It's priority number one. But there was an issue with the sign, of course. I didn't notice it until literally I was about to have the sign hung up. And I looked at it. I was like, fuck, there's one tiny little crack piece in it. And if there's one crack, the whole thing is yeah, like you can't even turn useless. It on. So I had to have them send me a new one. So long story short, I'm hoping we are in the studio at least for a few episodes before the end of the year. That is the goal. So I mean, if not by do. then 2019. Then, yeah, so. maybe we'll just unveil it yeah, at January. the beginning of the year. <laughs> and we may, well, actually, we are going to have two adorable little Mile Higher crew members, but we can't tell you who they are yet. Oh, my God. You guys are going <laughs> to think this is so funny. But anyways, let's jump right into things. We have a lot to cover today because we had a lot happen this past week that we were gone. So many interesting things yes. occurred. Big and things. one thing we wanted to start out briefly by talking about, because it was such a such a big deal, uh, especially in this country, but really it does have some impact around the world. And that is the uh, 2018 election results um, of our government. And we don't want to get into politics or anything, but there's just a few, you know, sort of positive things that I think came out of it. Can I start? Yeah. The first positive thing is just the amount of people that came out, you guys, whether you're whatever you identify as, if you came out and voted, we're proud of you. Record numbers for this type of election. I mean, it was really cool to see America kind of come together and and embrace I, I don't know I feel like we're on the rise from this division maybe well, maybe it's like, I mean is that wishful thinking I don't know but yeah we'll I mean I think people just got too comfortable with how things were and so things happened that maybe some of us didn't agree with and now we're all sort of like oh fuck time to wake up and let our voices be heard because and time to listen to each other right like, in the way sides, that it's getting ridiculous you're right it is getting ridiculous we, like we're gonna end up a, in a civil war with the way things everyone is yeah, so like literally this it's like a it's a war it's, it's so like stupid everyone's so hateful towards each other i love being in the middle of it now i, I definitely identify myself as independent maybe even libertarian i'm not sure quite where i fit in but i like being i hate being on one side or the other well it shouldn't be about sides at the end of the day we're, this is like all you know we all live in the same country together mm -hmm. and you know like snl did in their their yeah. episode this past week you know there are things that we have in common and i think we've just forgotten what yeah. those things are they did a sketch and, about like, <laughs> all the things that we all hate together. yeah that we all hate together yeah. it doesn't matter what you know what political affiliation you are yeah. there's all these common you hate dirty bathrooms and you hate <laughs> annoying people on t your text messages and you know it it's we have more in common than we have apart and i think this last election showed us that we can meet in the middle maybe I hope <laughs> sometimes I think I'm just like sound ridiculous, but I I hope that we can get there one day, you know, where we can just work together. Yeah, I mean, I think we can. And there's obviously some steps that have to take place before yeah. that. I mean, we really need as the people, you know, the way that democracy works and that our government works is that we the people, right? We the mm -hmm. people of the United States are should be the ones in the driver's seat for our government. And, and, and that's not the way it that is. it's been has been completely backwards. The government and corporations, really, the corporations have controlled mm -hmm. the government, which has controlled us. So I think this is the beginning of hopefully, you know, sort of a political revolution of, uh, you know, the people making their voices heard and mm -hmm. enacting change and, you know, really taking back control. And yeah. It's going to be a battle. I mean, it's not going to be easy because as we all are starting to realize and wake up to the corporations have such, you know, they have their hands in everything, you know, yeah. especially oil, energy, you know, big pharma, all these different types of industries control many of these politicians. So it's up to us to vote in politicians and people that, 
you know, believe in what we believe and don't take money from these these corporations yeah. and special interest groups and lobbyists and all that stuff. So, yeah, because I mean, we did have people I had someone specific come to me and ask, hey, like, I'm curious about you and Josh, your opinion about politics. I mean, we all know that it's such bullshit. It is. We know that like most politicians are bought out on both sides. These are true things. Um, so what do we do about it? How do we feel like we still have a say in it? it? Should we still be involved? And the answer is yes. And there are candidates that are, um, you know, trying to make the change. I mean, look at, uh, is it Beto, Be- Beto O'Rourke? I always yeah. say Beto. Yeah. Sound like a dipshit. Or is but, it, it is Beto, I think. Beto oh, O'Rourke. I thought it was Beto. Yeah, I believe Anyway, it's Beto. Yeah. he had no campaign donors. It was all grassroots uh, fundraising. Grassroots fundraising. And he did really incredible. He didn't win. He almost did. <laughs> and, you know, support people like that who don't have the corporation's hand up their ass. Because really, that's 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 what's, what's happening. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly what's happening because they can, you know, fund millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. into these politicians in order to get them reelected. And, and I think there's some more fuckery going on behind the scenes that we oh, don't even is. know about. I mean, if you just look at what's happening with, you know, Georgia and Florida and things like that, all the fuckery with the voting machines not work. I mean, there's so much things that is wrong with our our, yeah. you know, voting system and the Electoral College and all that bullshit. Like we, it's time to simplify things and put the people back into the power, like or give them the power back, Mm because it feels very useless and hopeless when we vote right now, because it's like we don't, you know, we feel like nothing actually happens or or changes. Or they'll put in rules and make it unfair for people that are trying to do it without the corporations backing them. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of obstacles for sure. And like we saw with, you know, Bernie Sanders and the DNC, literally they like straight up rigged against him so that he didn't have a chance even no matter how many people supported him. And now he really can't run. They made it so he won't be able to run ever again. Not that I don't, I don't know if he was ever planning. I don't think he gives a fuck. I think he just wants to get the (laughs) truth out about, he does about things. And you know, that, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's who we really, you know, felt like we identified with yeah. political, you know, politically in the last election. So, but you know, it was really interesting when Josh and I were traveling, we were having a discussion about politics and where we're at. And we wanted to have kind of an unrealistic conversation about if we were to just start over with politics, how would we do it? Like what changes would we yeah. make? And we talked a lot about how we really don't think we need a president. I personally think that's like really Pointless. silly. I mean, it's kind of like a little puppet for us to, to like represent the country. It's like a total popularity thing. And why did, why should one person represent the entire country as a whole? It should be like you be elect like someone based on your area or you elect someone based on the job role they're going to be filling, like like a parliament or something. Prime minister or something Prime like minister. that, right? They're not the president. Yeah. They don't have like the executive power of this and that. But they're also they still do, you know, because you do need like a diplomat on a global level to go meet with Mm -hmm. other leaders, blah, 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 like Canada. But I mean, do we need one? Maybe there should be a couple that represent, you know, all of us versus just one party. You know, it's it's just gotten so ridiculous. And and some thoughts that I had brought up, which are pretty good thoughts might be kind of out there. But not going to happen. You know, one thought is like there's a lot of people in this country that you know, want to live their lives a certain way based upon their religious beliefs or, you know, political beliefs, things like that. Or, yeah, or opposite, want to live without those things, you know, having it in a say in things, you know. And my thought was, is like, out of all the countries in the world, when you look at the United States, it feels like we have like 
way more barriers and divisions than so many other countries do as far as like having 50 states yeah i didn't even realize like how ridiculous it is 50, that we have 50 states like that's a and lot. they're trying to make other you know like puerto rico and places like ter u.s territory states too so it's like yeah. and each of those states all have their own you know local government stuff which i totally believe local in government's like the way. you gotta have you know local legislation things like that mm -hmm. should all come from the almighty you know mm -hmm. federal level but you know do we really need that many like what if we took you know certain sections of the country and had five provinces say instead of 50 states mm -hmm. and then within those provinces we could you know we could have our own yeah you know government supreme a more conservative court things one, like that a more left one a more libertarian one you know like kind of you can move to where like what like if there the was a place you that you could go with other like-minded individuals that yeah. you could exist within without having so different here. being There's affected too many by people other in this one large space with way different. Well, it's like just... we have one extreme to this extreme, yeah. and then and there's all these the people middle. in the middle, and we're trying to force both sides of the spectrum to come together in the middle. But it's, it's really just, hard. It's yeah. Is it possible? And it's like it's it's right now. It's either we're gonna come together or we're gonna have like a or civil we're gonna war. just fucking blow up. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know though. I, I'm for real. I could see a civil war happening in the next 20 years. Yeah, who or knows? Like another American Revolution, even things. I mean, I mean, like, oh, who was it? Some like reporter, just a bunch of like a mob came to. I'm not a big fan of him, but uh, Tucker Carlson like attacked his house. Like, are we really at that point where we're gonna like scare people's families or the or the person who sent out bombs to like a bunch of people in the DNC? Like, really, are we at this place? Because, like, this is how wars start, you know? Yep. So I feel like we're America's at a place where it's like we're going to choose to go either way, and I can see it happening either way. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see what the future holds, and, you know, we have to try to stick together as, as much as possible. And, you know, if we can come together and, you know, try to figure out where we can meet in the middle on things that we disagree on, that'd be best. But... Some good things that happened as a result of the past election was that Colorado, so our state, hey. elected the first openly gay governor, what a Jared, Jared Polis. Polis. Wouldn't it be cool if we got Jared Polis on the podcast? Yeah, maybe we can hit his ass up. <laughs> maybe we could. That'd be kind of cool. I've been just making fun. I've just been like so over the commercials. I've just been using the name Jared Polis like all the time. I've been saying it. But like. I just I'm so sick of those commercials. That's like the best part of the election. Yeah, over thank is like, God the political ads <gasps> are over. Oh my God, the spamming geez, Jared of ads. Polis versus Walker Stapleton was like a beef. It was yeah. like a straight up battle oh, playing God, out so on live old. TV. So annoying. So old. But anyway, <laughs> but it was also cool to see, you know, because one one of the things that I've had a problem with is it seems like so many elected officials in the U.S. government claim to come from you know a Christian background. And really push the Christian ideals and that, you know, America was founded on Christian principles and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It goes, you know, there's debate. We can debate about that all day. But I think it's cool to see um, women, not only women being elected, which I think we need more women in politics because I think there just needs to be more of a balance. But to see um, Muslim immigrants and, and people of the Muslim faith um, get elected as uh, representatives in Michigan, uh, Rashida Tlaib and Alon Omar both were elected and the first Muslim awesome. women in U.S. government yeah, history. Yeah, they're badasses like, too. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool to see, you know, 
it seems like people really are, you know, evolving just at a very slow rate of speed, but we're slowly, slowly getting there. And I think as time goes on, I think things are just going to continue to go on, go in this direction of, you know, acceptance and, you know, tolerance, really. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what it comes down to. And, and more love, more love. more love. We all need more love. Speaking of love. We need to, you know, we wanted to send our love, thoughts, you know, prayers out to the people of California right now. Oh, my God. They are dealing with one of the most deadliest uh, wildfires in their history. Absolutely devastating. It's, I mean, the footage just from people's phones has been so horrifying and upsetting. I just feel so badly for everyone that has been affected by this. I mean, it's just terrible. And sounds like it could have been started by an oil and gas company. PG and, and for uh, basically their lack of which they're just being negligent and not checking to make sure their lines. And I mean, we've seen this over and over again with oil companies and energy companies that aren't being environmentally responsible and making sure their shit is safe and, you know, doing the things that they should be doing to make sure that it doesn't destruct our, you know, cause mass harm to yeah. people and animals like and the environment responsibility, you know, <laughs> so I'm not surprised there, but it's it's a really terrible wildfire. It's uh, it's burned more than 6000 homes and scorched 111,000 acres. And I've heard like I think. Yeah. So 30. What is it? 31 now I've died. Yeah. And there's there's at least over 100 people just unaccounted for missing. Oh, my God. It's pretty terrifying. It so. is. It is very sad. Our thoughts are are with all of those um, affected by by that. So, mm -hmm. um, and then today is actually as we're recording this today is Veterans Day. Yes. So we want to give a big you know thank you to all of the veterans out there um, that are listening. Uh, we really do appreciate you because you know somebody's got to do it, and you know it, it takes a lot of selflessness and courage to put your life on the line for your country or really for you know anything that you believe in mm -hmm. so i have mad respect for um anybody that serves in the military i considered it at one point in my life uh, joining the military just wasn't the right path for me but i have mad respect for all of you out there that that do serve so we do appreciate you and um you know we wouldn't even be able to be here freely talking and have yeah, our freedom of yeah. speech without our veterans so absolutely you know absolutely and i mean i think we all know somebody personally like i have my grandfather mm -hmm. uh, served in the Korean War. We all know a, a veteran, so mm -hmm. you know, be sure to thank them and you know, let them know that you know we care about them and we appreciate them. And yeah, they are treated so terrible. That's a whole another episode we oh can go God. into and how Seriously. poorly the veterans are are treated and you know all these promises the government never fulfills. So mm -hmm. thank you for your service. All right, this next this next story is something that happened. Uh, a while back or earlier on this year um, But it's really interesting. I actually made a video on my YouTube channel about this and that is about if you didn't hear about it about What scientists thought was some type of asteroid that came or unidentified object really that came flying into our Solar system, so it's an interstellar object from another galaxy star system and it basically came out from behind her son and flew right by us and then exited the solar system. And they ended up, uh, the astronomers that saw it ended up calling it uh, Uma Uma is, I believe how it's pronounced, which it's is Hawaiian. Hawaiian for messenger scout. Because I think 
the Hawaiian Observatory, which we were really close to, was yeah. actually the ones that spotted it. Um, <coughs> and they weren't sure if it was a comet or an asteroid, but they knew it was at least half a mile long. Now, what's interesting is that a lot of scientists and astronomers just kind of, you know, because a lot of people were like, is this some sort of, you know, extraterrestrial spaceship? Like, what is this fucking thing coming in hot from some other we know coming in from some other star system? And what's it doing? Like, why is it, yeah. you know, why did it fly so close to Earth and then just Dude. like take off? Because the thing was moving extremely fast at 196,000 miles per hour. That's really interesting. And it kind of looks like a cigar, which is which is interesting. But this made news again because two Harvard scientists have come out and said that they believe that this fast-moving visitor to our solar system may have been a probe sent by an alien civilization. So the fact that Harvard scientists are now thinking like, hmm, maybe this thing was some sort of extraterrestrial you know, spacecraft or uh, maybe it was some I think probe was, or something like that. I think it, I think it was like them sending like uh, my imagination says that they like ejected a bunch of little alien pods. They like sent them out and now they're <laughs> like headed towards earth and their little space pods to do an update. They could be, maybe they're, you know, some other extraterrestrial race from another they star can't system. can't get close enough in the cigar ship. So they like sent them out. That has been studying our solar system. Yeah. And I mean, realize that, oh, there's life in the stars. Probably system. good chances. God, what were we watching? Oh, we were watching Lilo and Stitch last night. And oh, don't admit that. <laughs> I wasn't Why? watching. That's a good movie. What's wrong with you? Don't hate on Lilo and Stitch. Damn. But it's like, it's an alien movie and all the aliens in that, remember, they're like, the, the humans are just innocent, silly little creatures. And then they basically have a galactic space force. What did what did they call it? Like the United Federation? Oh yeah, like Galactic, Galactic Space Force. Yeah, something. I bet that shit's real though. So the way that it looks like is, you know, the scientists are saying that, you know, maybe because it kind of looks like a sail, so maybe it's like a light sail, um, which is a type of, um, a a device or you know, piece of spacecraft that allows it to harness uh, solar radiation or, in order to propel itself. It's a technology that we're we're looking into as a method for traveling very quickly, you know, faster than the speed of light uh, in space. So they're thinking that maybe it could be a light sail. But the fact that, you know, we're starting to take another look at this and be like, oh, shit, maybe it was something important. And has some people being like, well, why didn't we try to ping the damn thing and try a lot harder to contact it? Because we kind of just yeah. sat around and we're just, just like, oh, what it. is that? Yeah, it's probably just an asteroid. And now we're like, oh, shit. And it's funny how they're admitting now that that's not what they think it is. Yeah. And, and we're talking about like mainstream astronomers and scientists like Harvard came out and they're like, oh, I think this could be something more than just a rock flying through space. Maybe. Because basically the way that this thing looked to astronomers, they've never seen anything like it in our solar system ever. It is completely bizarre and alien looking to us. Yeah. So maybe it was something something more than just a well what's crazy asteroid. too is like who was it that said i think it was was it tesla or stephen hawking that like said it was going to come in a shape thing like this in that type of shape the cigar Someone shape? predicted it yeah mm. here let me find it can't remember off the top of my head but that's interesting i'm sure somebody did and i'm not i'm not i wouldn't be totally surprised at all if if some extraterrestrial 
you know, species is scouting us out. I mean, I think they've already been scouting us out, but you know, this is a huge universe as we'll talk about today, which I don't, I can't believe we'd even say what the the episode is on today. Um, But the episode that we're doing today is going to be on origins of the universe. So we're going to explore theories about how the universe, just the universe itself, I I say that as as if it's something small, (laughs) the fucking gigantic ever never ending universe and how it actually like what was there before the universe how did it how did this all come to be that's what we're looking at today i was telling josh the other night when i was a kid me and my friend Kristen were like laying in my backyard just like you know laying on the grass staring at the stars and like talking and eating ice cream and stuff and she was a couple she was really smart so she was like ahead in school by like one or two grades and her class was learning about the universe and how it's ever expanding and she was like trying to explain to me what it means to be like ever expanding that the universe is just no one knows where it stops and it still could be growing and i was just like and that's what really piqued my curiosity in all of this stuff like i remember that being the moment where i was just really really curious about the universe and origins of life and it's it's wild to think about our universe Especially when, you know, you get a really beautiful night sky and you go out there and you just look up and yeah. you start realizing like, holy shit, I am uh, like yeah. a speck in Especially this. Especially if you can get to somewhere without light pollution, like yeah. in the middle of nowhere. It's incredible. It's insane. Like the Milky Way, it looks like he could just dive right up into space. It's so insane. And then when you start thinking about how the Milky Way is like one galaxy of like billions, you're yeah. like, like a tiny what part of fuck? it what the fuck i know it really actually is the only thing that starts to make my head hurt like actually oh it... this episode's gonna make your head hurt <laughs> good fyi get ready love a good your headache. mind's gonna feel just completely bended in every which way when we're done with you bend this shit <laughs> but <laughs> we're done with you to continue this theme of ufos this you guys just tweeted this to me today and i had to include it because i love hearing these stories but um, a UFO investigation is underway in Ireland after f- pilots flying um, British Airway and Virgin Airlines jets reported seeing mysterious bright lights as they crossed the country. Oh, so there was a number of sightings at, on November 9th. So on Friday at 740 a.m. Uh, the pilot uh, from flight British Airways flight 94 from Montreal to London contacted Shannon air traffic control after seeing the object on object on the left hand side of her Boeing 787 and she asked obviously first things first when you see when you see something like that which I've never been you know blessed to see a uh, mysterious light fly across the sky (laughs) Uh, like this but I can only imagine how crazy it would be to see it and like how your first thought would be like this has got to be like something military something you know top secret some type of technology um and she asked the air traffic control and said and they said there was nothing showing on their radar systems um that would be a military exercise going on so i just wanted to play a little bit of the radio interactions when they're she's describing what she's seeing because it's just so fucking interesting Hello, radar contact, and it seems to be smooth ahead of you as well. Uh, 
Okay, sir, there's, uh, there's nothing showing on either primary or secondary. Okay, it was moving so fast, in fact, you said no longer see it, but yes, thank you. 990. 5 by 5, thank you. Uh, along the side, you? Yes. Get to come up on our left hand side and then rapidly veer to the north. We uh, saw bright light and then it's just disappeared at a very high speed. And we were just wondering, we didn't think it was a likely collision course, we were just wondering what that's going to be. so calm no i know they're all very i would calm. be like bitch my wig is flew there is an alien spacecraft flying next to me i'd be screaming well, they're like oh um any any idea what that could have been there yeah they're very calm which i guess as a pilot um, you probably should be calm uh fuck i'm sorry but if there was an alien craft but multiple th this is that that you were hearing multiple uh planes yeah and they're flying at like forty thousand feet so they're way way up there and they're and it sounds like especially uh the woman pilot that was describing it made it sound like the light was like right next to the plane. Like she was looking out her window. Yeah, and she's like, at and there's this bright speed. light flying across at high rate of speed. Now, some people say, you know, because the other pilot was like, kind of looks like meteors re entering the, re -entering the atmosphere, which totally could be possible. But I feel like that. Prob they probably know what that looks like. It would have like. looked like not a craft. It would have looked like fireballs. But that's what bright they said light it was. flying across. But I think I think the way that she described it though was the the trajectory at which it was flying was not flying in such a way that meteors would come in. And wouldn't they burn out a lot quicker and a lot higher up than a plane? Well, if you fly? think about it, wouldn't a meteor be coming straight down versus yeah. flying alongside yeah, it? Of that she said it was alongside sense. of her flying at a high rate of speed, what? as almost it was following her next to Dude. her. That's crazy. And I mean, I, I we were just on an airplane and I think about this every yeah. time I get on a flight now. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. well, I hope one of these I look out my airplane yeah, window. We were on a red and I'm eye like, too. you know, there's a bright light flying next to me like that'd be crazy. Crazy. God, this makes me not trust the pilots, though. They like know how to stay calm. So when they when they get on the little intercom and say like, you know, it's every yeah. it's a little bit of turbulence right now. Everyone stay calm. We're going to. You know, ease on Things in. are probably way crazier than they ever even yeah, allude to. Yeah, clearly they know how to like be calm. Well, yeah. fuck. That That's was crazy. insane. And no military exercises were taking place at the time. So unless this is some type of highly top secret, you know. Could be. Could be. Black project Or technology. another country's secret. Thing yeah, or some other done. country's yeah. top secret technology. Which is possible. very possible they have this stuff. Or this could be something extraterrestrial, which would be just crazy. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. And and we're you know we talked about a report of this from a similar UFO sighting that happened over Oregon, Washington, 
um, you know, a few months ago. So I, I'm just curious at how often this really does happen. I bet you it happens way more than what actually gets reported to, you know, the news and stuff. So I thought that was super interesting. And I mean, I honestly think that, you know, we're going to find out the truth about this, you know, alien dilemma <laughs> sooner than later. Cause clearly, you know, if, if Uma Uma is in truly a, you know, alien spacecraft flying through, it's only a matter of time before we, yeah, you we know, see. we really figure out what the hell's going on here. And, and, you know, or when we're ready you, to meet them. Maybe those lights were the little pods of the little aliens I was talking about. Maybe they were. Maybe they're, they're just flying coming around. in for a landing. And I'm pretty sure that they like they watch them like disappear in thin air. I think that was part of it too, is they watch these bright lights fly across and then they just dematerialize and they're it's gone. It's insane how many pilots have seen this shit too. Like, come on. Oh yeah. And the amount of testimony you go and look at like it's military like pilots and stuff, it's it, there's so many so many ufo sightings which again some of them could be military or some other type of you know unknown technology but i don't know could definitely be be alien origin for sure so i don't know it's just so fucking interesting i i find it uh, i just can't wait for the day that we know the truth about all this shit all right guys origin of the universe now you got to really get ready to open your minds a bit because the universe is uh is a tough one to wrap your head around so what do we know about the universe as it exists today and as far as what we know about how it came into existence well the most popular theory out there is obviously the big bang theory which elates to that nearly 14 billion years ago there was nothing and nowhere then, due to a random fluctuation in a completely empty void, which if you just think about that for a second, you think about... A fluctuation in an empty four, void. 14 billion years ago, before there was anything, there was a void, just a nothingness, basically. Just a complete void of but like, anything. How do they know? Well, they don't know, but they but this is the this is the best guess they've got. It sounds, that science has this got always right like now. reminds me of the simulation theory because I think about the Big Bang reminds me of like a computer booting up, like that's what it was like nothing and then it turned on. Yeah, I mean that's a great example for sure, because you know, due to this random fluctuation in this void, the universe exploded just out of nowhere into existence. Something the size of a subatomic particle inflated to an unimaginably huge size in a fraction of a second, driven apart by negative pressure vacuum energy. So this, this theory is, is the most widely accepted among scientists. And basically what they say is that what we call the observable universe, or it's also known as the Hubble volume, is the spherical region about 90 billion light years in diameter that is centered on any given observer this is the only part of the universe in which light has time to reach the observer in the 13.8 billion years since the universe began so there's actually a picture of the observable universe um, that you can look at and it does show this spherical region so could the universe be a giant sphere <laughs> ever expanding sphere that would make kind of sense with like a bunch of spheres inside of it. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Okay. Well, that makes sense because they're able to. They're able kind to. Of. They're, a, they're and they're actually are able to see this at a huge portion of the universe because we can see the gases that were left yeah. behind from the Big Bang. As far as what we understand about it, like I feel obviously like we don't understand shit. Uh, well, that that could be the conclusion we come away with at the end of this that we don't understand shit. Okay. But just this, I'm just giving you a science's mm-hmm. version of, of events first. All right. What do they say? So they said the universe's expansion is accelerating. Objects are being dragged out of Earth's Hubble volume and will become undetectable to humans in the future. The Hubble volume is more than 13.8 billion light years in radius because the expansion of space has increased distances between objects faster than light can travel. What? That hurts. Wait. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So the Hubble volume is more than 13.8 billion light years in, in radius, radius across because yeah. the expansion of space has increased distances between objects faster than light can travel. Right. Which is called Hubble volume because that's what Hubble, the telescope, because the Hubble telescope so how far has the Hubble shown us see. so much. Yeah. I mean, without the, the Hubble telescope, we wouldn't have seen half the shit. So they're saying that anything past the Hubble volume is too far for humans right. to see or understand right. or even exactly. look at. Okay. Yep. It's amazing they can see that far. What? Isn't it? Like, really? Is there pictures? Do they have pictures of that shit? I mean, they have a picture of, like, them study. Like, that's the picture of the that universe. That just looks like a map. That's the universe. Yeah, because that's like all the the gases and things left up. Don't ask me to explain how they (laughs) they get these pictures. And I mean, conspiracy theory could all be bullshit. But (laughs) here, here's some uh, three assumptions that astronomers make based upon uh, this Big Bang theory. The laws of physics are universal and don't change with time or location in space. The universe is homogeneous or roughly the same in every direction though not necessarily for all of the time humans do not observe the universe from a privileged location such, such as at its very center so the laws of physics are universal and don't change with time or location in space so do you believe that there's like you know universal laws that exist i think there's i do universal laws that exist throughout the universe i do too you know whether it's you know time or location in space i don't know but i definitely think there is order to the universe for sure mm-hmm. balance and like a system in yeah. a way yeah exactly yeah so a lot of these you know assumptions that we that scientists and astronomers have made about the universe come from you know them applying albert einstein's equations which indicates that the universe has these properties i think maybe it was einstein that warned about it the universe expands astronomers see light from the universe's distant regions shifted toward the red end of the spectrum by the expansion of space between the universe emerged from a hot dense state of some finite time in the past the lightest oh. elements hydrogen and helium were created in the first moments of time so those were the first elements that were created as soon as the big bang bang occurred so that picture that i, I was showing you or for those that didn't see it the what looks like kind of a map of the globe almost it's kind of weird looking but it's the background of microwave radiation which fills the entire universe, which is which is the you know sort of evidence left behind from the Big Bang, when the hot you know when it was first really really hot yeah and then it eventually cooled enough for atoms to form, is basically what how it happened. Okay, that makes a little sense. This is really funny. I was trying to find. I'm really trying to find who like warned that the spaceship was going to look like a cigar and stuff. But this is an article from last December where the title is 
cigar-shaped rock is not alien spacecraft. Yeah, that, so the scientists concluded, concluded that. Yeah, yeah, a year ago. So it shows you they don't know what the fuck they're now. They're completely changing their mind. And for all we know, they made contact with it. <laughs> they probably and did. they just haven't told us yet. Dude, what if it's like, oh man. It's very I feel possible. like we're in for some crazy, crazy things coming oh, up yeah. in like the next five years. People. Oh, absolutely. Buckle the fuck in. Because, you know, I think our whole understanding of what reality in the universe is could completely change. Especially if we come in contact with some highly advanced extraterrestrial beings that do exist out there and, and do have way more knowledge about things than we do. And what's crazy about, you know, the Big Bang Theory is that if any of the astronomers' basic assumptions are wrong... Uh, the Big Bang Theory would not explain the properties of the universe. So it's also very possible that the Big Bang never happened. So, you know, yeah. I think when teaching, you know, a lot of textbooks and stuff do teach the Big Bang Theory as, as you know, sort of the fact, fact. Of, of all things. When in reality. they like to leave a lot of room for you to make your own decisions. Right. They like to tell right. you what to believe. Exactly. Even if they don't really fucking know if that's the truth. They're going to just, you know, give you whatever version they can make the most sense with and mm -hmm. hope that people buy it and stop asking any questions. Yeah, exactly. No, you're absolutely right. So it's very possible that the big bang never even happened. Yeah. And that some of these assumptions that we've made about the universe are completely wrong. I'm sure we're really not right. I really think that the universe and the powers that be are more intelligent than us and that we are not meant to fully understand it all as human beings that our brains aren't even capable of fully understanding Current, the universe. Right, currently. Currently. Yeah. Currently, that could be the case. Yeah. I mean, unless you think we've hit our, like, cap for human intelligence. Like, no. this is it. We're as smart as we're going to get. No, but I think that there's a lot that we're not going to just be able to figure out because there's With a lot of missing pieces and, and things and that things we're just like, not going to know. Like, there's no equations out there that can really, like, no, because I think piece in a together sense, how it all works. I think, in a sense, it's like... A spiritual thing you know so yeah. how are we going to understand something like that yeah it's something that may be godly for all we know definitely. divine whatever you want to call it how can we figure that kind of stuff out our out on our own and put an equation to it i mean you can't no you can't there's only so much that scientists can figure out and that's why i feel like people should go on their own journeys and try to make their own decision versus just taking the smart people's well, that's a, I mean, that's it, you know? that's the whole point of our podcast, right? Is to try yeah. to get you to question things. Yeah, because and, we're not geniuses. No, I mean, I, I <laughs> this blows my fucking mind yeah. when, I, when I like research this stuff and you know hear new discoveries that are being made and mm -hmm. hear about possibilities of contact with aliens and things. And it totally opens Truly my remarkable. mind to all the possibilities that are out there. And you know, I mean, the fact that you know, one thing you have to understand too about theories of the universe and origins of the universe is that. Many, many, many scientists across the scientific community have debated this and have different theories about it. There's a large number of scientists that don't agree that the universe started as a result of the Big Bang and that there is all of these other theories, such as the steady state universe, which is was an early rival to the Big Bang theory, which basically just proposes that there is a continuous creation of matter throughout the universe to explain its apparent expansion. And this type of universe would be infinite with no beginning or end, which I think, you know, most of us believe that the universe is infinite and that there is no beginning or end and that maybe it is just this continuous but thing. How does that make any sense? Because then what's like on the other side of where it's still expanding? A void. A void? Well, a void Blackness. can't exist unless it's in the universe, right? How can anything exist outside of it? 
I'm so confused. That's the point. Wouldn't it just be the universe if it's outside <laughs> right, of it and there's right. something that What is there oh, with that? Well, that's hurts. the thing is like what is what is outside of the universe? What is that? <laughs> what is there? I don't think we can even put a name or a word to it because we can't possibly comprehend what it is or, or if it is anything. It's just a computer screen with some dude on the other side watching the Or simulation. it's a bubble or something like we're just like in this ever expanding bubble and it's just like it's continuously nothingness around it. Wow. There's also so many possibilities. Oh yeah. There's also the eternal inflation theory. The universe expanded rapidly during a brief period called inflation. And it puts forward that inflation never stopped and has been going on for an infinite length of time. So it's like the same somewhere thing. even now new universes are coming into existence in a vast complex called the multiverse. That makes sense, I feel like. I'm sure there are new new life being constantly created. Yeah, I would believe that the eternal inflation theory um, and not only is there, you know, new universes. What if there is like new universes constantly being created and born? Like what if there's just like if like if you took the Big Bang Theory, but then put it into a space where there's just infinite number of Big Bangs happening and new universes being born every second. And within these universes, the physical laws are all different. So maybe like we've we've kind of figured figured out some of the universal laws of this universe as far as like space and time and the different dimensions and things like that. But then in another, you know, in a multiverse theory in another universe, there's completely different thing. Maybe there's fucking 12 dimensions and, you know, there is no time. No, there's no time requirements and, and it has a completely different system of of organization. I mean, how crazy would that be? You know, if there was this, these other types of universes out there. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just I blowing just, your mind yeah, right now. Yeah, dude. I just like, I'm trying to even like come up with something to like respond, but it's just. This so stuff, you like, do think the multiverse head. theory is possible. You do think yes. there's. Because like, look at the Mandela effect. Like, you know, is that proof yeah. of the multiverse? Well, or is that like, just proof of oh, this a is different dimension or. I, like, I can't understand <laughs> the difference like, between like hurts. a dimension and a universe and like a different i mean it's just so weird like because in interstellar the the you know other dimension was still like part of the same universe and i don't know it's so confusing i mean and then the multiverse theory of them all being like lined up like a bunch like what well yeah i mean it depends on how you look at it but if you look at our universe it's pretty obvious that our universe has more than just three or four dimensions. Yeah. That it could have up to 12 dimensions even. I see. That's what's like so interesting because then there's like. Oh, see, Which I can't is still. Even like put it's into still. So that's still about. separate from a from a universe. It's a dimension with which exists within our universe. Our, yeah. But it's a different. It, think of it almost like a. it's a different plane that we can't see but exists. Like how do we know there's not. You know, especially when you look at spirits and, and mm -hmm. you know, paranormal type stuff where you look at, you know, possibly interdimensional beings that may exist. Yeah. You think about, well, they do exist in our universe, but they're just on a different plane or a different dimension to which we as humans right now cannot transcend into that dimension. Does that make sense? Like we're confined to the 3D, 4D dimensions. We can't even. So that makes it seem even look into so the other dimensions. Big as if, Far more oh complex. God. <laughs> I seriously, this hurts my head.
I told Doesn't you. it make your head hurt? I, you. I swear, this is why I think my stupid uh, my brain human little shit. brain just cannot handle this. Like, I don't think I was Our meant to understand brains. it. <laughs> Maybe like Kendall 4.0 in like 400 years will. will well, be that's able the to thing. I mean, we, this I shit. mean, Maybe we'll like, well, Baba Vanga says around like uh, 2300 something, the aliens is going to come down, help us build the sun, and help like expand our brains and. Basically bring us to the next level. All right, this this one's going to really hurt your brain. And this okay. is a very interesting um, theory about it called the holographic universe. Oh, I've heard about this. And this is th this one. You might actually believe in this one. And, and I'd be interested to hear what many of you out here think of this. And basically implications found in quantum gravity and string theory, which if you don't know what string theory is, string theory is very complex and interesting, but it could potentially uh, provide us the answers to what is everything. But basically, string theory and quantum gravity suggest a universe that is in reality nothing like how it appears to our eyes or human observers. So th theoretical physicists and astrophysicists investigating irregularities in the cosmic microwave background, or in other terms, the afterglow of the Big Bang, have found there is substantial evidence supporting a holographic explanation of the universe. I don't... What? That does... If that... So... Many of you are probably like, that makes no sense to me. Hologram, what the hell does that mean? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to to break this down for all of our minds to understand. So this idea was first suggested in the 1990s and is one where all the information which makes up our 3D reality plus time, which many people consider time a dimension or a fourth dimension, is actually contained in a 2D surface on its boundaries. So... Let me break it down a little more for you. So the holographic universal or universe principle suggests that we are living in a simulated reality. Get this. This is different from the computer simulation theory, which we'll talk about after. But it essentially claims that our physical world is nothing more than a detailed illusion. I don't like that. Wait, just wait. <laughs> I know you don't like it, but this may be what's going on here. So this illusion is actually projected by our brains as energy fields are being decoded into the seemingly three-dimensional universe we see around us. In a more speculative sense, the theory suggests that the entire universe can be seen as a two-dimensional information structure that is painted on the cosmological horizon, such, at, or such that the three dimensions, four if you include time, we observe are only an effective description Um at microscopic scales and at low energies. And I'll give you an example to try to, if that didn't make sense That'd to you. That made no sense. Okay, I'll try to, let's try to break this down a little bit more. So imagine that everything you see, feel, and hear in three dimensions, which includes your perception of time, in fact emanates from a flat two-dimensional field. So it's flat two-dimensional, right? 2D mm -hmm. is flat. The idea is similar to that of ordinary holograms where a three-dimensional image is encoded in a two-dimensional surface such as a hologram on a credit card. Does that make it sense? Kind of looks like in this So thing. kind of like, well that's 3D. I know. So 2D, but like the so like flat. the card, if you look at like your credit card, you know how yeah. like the, some of them have like a little hologram thing on them mm -hmm. or your license even has yeah. them on there. So imagine that and how how the the hologram is emanating from the two-dimensional space here's okay. another example but is it 3d yes so it's, it is so oh it does kind of it could be 3D. thought of as like watching a 3d film 
On your credit card, it does look 3D. I right. know what you're talking right. about now. But it's flat. It's a right, flat. Right, but it is 2D. But I see. we perceive it as three-dimensional. So the universe could be like that? Right. So it could be like we're watching a 3D film at the movies because we, we see the pictures as having height, width, screen. and crucially depth to them when in fact it all originates from a flat 2D screen. But how is that possible if I'm able to pick this up? That's not, this is not flat. Right, the difference is that in our 3D universe we can touch objects and the projection is real from our perspective. Does that make sense? That, so, so, we're, per, so, so we're in sync. It's a 2D world that we're perceiving as a three-dimensional world through our eyes. The way that our brains perceive it is three-dimensional so when in fact it's all two-dimensional. It's all two-dimensional. This is two-dimensional. And our, and our brains are essentially creating the illusion that is life and everything that we see, but it's all emanating from a two-dimensional space. I don't believe that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That doesn't make any sense to me. What do you mean? This is, this is, not, too, this is not flat. I'm here. I, I know, but it. the, it's only real to us. Yeah, but is it real, real to the universe? Uh, to the universe, it could be a two-dimensional space. Okay. And that this is we as the beings that we are, our brains are able to basically create the illusion of a three dimensional, four dimensional space with time included. That's like an interesting theory, but like, what's the proof for that? Like, why does why? Yeah. What? That just sounds like an interesting idea with a lot of smart words thrown in to like make it sound more believable. That doesn't There's feel a lot of people spiritually that, to me like that's the but case. There, but that's just a very, that's a very scientific look at it. You can take it and you can add some spiritual elements to it, which is another theory, which we'll talk about the living universe theory that sort of ties it all together. And I think will make a lot of sense to you. But after talking about, you know, this holographic principle of the universe, you know, the major thing to me when I think holographic, three-dimensional, four-dimensional, I think virtual reality, right? I think yeah. if yeah. anything... If anything, if this is in fact, you know, a two-dimensional, two-dimensional world that this, you know, life as we know as being real is really just, you know, some data on a SIM card or, you know, data on a disk or something two-dimensional, then this has to be some sort of computer simulation, right? Like this would have to be some sort of virtual reality created for all of us that we get booted up in and this is in really an artificial simulation that comes back to computer code. It's all ones and zeros. So it would make the, the simulation theory make some sense. Right. Okay. And that, so now we're talking about the simulation theory, which many of you know about. It's pretty interesting, actually, is that everything that we call life, the universe itself, is all contained in a computer program run by an advanced supercomputer. Because, you know, the way the theory goes is that when you look at just technology, how it's progressed in the past hundred years, and you look at where video games have gone, and now we have virtual reality, look at the, you know, we have the Oculus Rift virtual reality headset. And when you put that on, it really does make you feel like you're in another world. The only thing that we're missing with virtual reality now is being able to transcend our consciousness and our touch, feeling, taste into the, into the simulation itself. So essentially putting us into the game, you know? Yeah. Like the day that that happens is going to be the day that I think I think society changes forever because I could see a lot of people that would rather live in a simulated reality than maybe the real reality as we know it, especially if technology gets to the point where 
there's virtually no difference. And and that's what a lot of people have said. That's what people like Elon Musk have said. And Elon Musk has talked a lot about this. I'm sure many of you have heard, but he says the odds that this is base reality. So this reality right here, you and me sitting yeah. here, the odds that this is base reality is one in billions. billions. Right. I know. I've heard. So when Elon you think about that. that, you're like, holy fuck, the chances of that, this is base. Re- this is the real reality we're in is one in billions. Like, does that you agree with that? Is I that agree possible? with it, but I think there's, I think we have like so much purpose and there's so much more meaning that I don't think we're just like, just a computer simulation. No, I really don't. I just don't jive with that. Like I respect it. I understand it. it's possible, but I don't, I don't relate to it. I don't feel, I just don't feel that way about it. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's, is it possible? Sure. Do I think it's likely? No, because I think things are far more complex than any supercomputer could ever you know, run on it. And actually a team of physicists in Europe recently discovered proof that it is mathematically impossible for the known universe to be a computer simulation. Like they basically ran the statistics. There's actually an article. They ran the statistics or the probability based upon all the information that we know about, you know, the observable universe as it exists today and literally concluded that it is impossible for any type of supercomputer no matter how advanced or ai even to even have the capability to create the vastness of our universe yeah as it, it seems like it would be like so it'd be insane it'd have to be like some ins- like literal science fiction craziness that i don't even know if it advanced I you just know don't... civilization could create i don't know i feel like most people i've talked to about it like just don't drive with it either like they just feel in their souls that just doesn't feel right but yeah. i mean we could be wrong Obviously. It could be wrong. No one knows. All right, this is this is the one that I think you're you're gonna like, and that is the theory that the universe is alive. It's alive because many people assume that the modern world that we live in is inside of a universe comprised of entirely inert matter and empty space. Basically, regarding the universe as dead at its foundations is basic to the industrial revolution which it makes sense to exploit what appears dead for the benefit of what seems most alive, ourselves. But this assumption is now being questioned as a more ancient view is reconsidered. And in fact, Plato said, this is Plato's view, the famous uh, philosopher Plato put it this way, said the universe is a single living creature that encompasses all living creatures within it. Did you hear that? No. What it, it had all creatures in it. Plato said that the I'm trying universe... to find the section on the thing. Okay. Plato said. P-L-A. Oh, that was said that the wrong. universe is a single living creature that encompasses <laughs> all living creatures within it. That is correct. Do you agree with that yes. statement? Like Mother Gaia, the idea of the universe being a living being, and that's earth, how I yeah. feel about it. When I have the Earth. I mean, yeah. whatever you want to call earth it being a living organism. but not just earth everything else right well yeah. the universe is a extremely complex living creature i completely agree with that you don't think it's that's dead. where my soul line no that space is i don't dead think it's a big accident no i think there's a lot more to this just and dead matter just because we don't understand it or you know it's it's more divine than we can even comprehend doesn't mean that and there, you know there doesn't need to be scientific explanation for everything Right. And what's interesting is that most of the world's um, wisdom traditions and ancient cultures 
fall in line with with this uh, theory that um, science is now starting to um, actually take seriously. So, science now regards our universe as almost entirely invisible. 96% of the known universe is comprised of invisible energy and matter. It's completely unified and able to communicate with itself instantaneously in non-local ways that transcend the limits of speed of light. Sustained by the flow through of an unimaginably vast amount of energy, free at its deepest quantum levels while not proving the universe is alive. These and all the other attributes from science do point strongly in that direction. That right there, that that there's a, that the universe is sustained by a flow through an unimaginably vast amount of energy. There's clearly energy yes. at play here. And, yes. and you know, there's energies like power. It's like some type oil of oil in a way, thing. like in a yeah. car, how it works. It's a, it's a force that is divine. You know, like you, how can you explain spiritual energy? It's something that is more powerful and deeper then we can like put human words to, yeah, you know, and that it could be continuously regenerating itself. Right. And living and it things. Does. It does. I think it does. And Josh and I talk about this all the time, like really with how many creatures there are on this planet and how complex they are, like down to a mosquito, how complex a hummingbird right. is. I mean, they're, they're little, every animal is so different and so complicated in its own little simple package. And I don't think that's by accident i don't think the universe just spat this shit out like you know and just by random no. randomness i think there's a beautiful design to it all it's like it was created by a god or whatever or the universe whatever you want to call it an energy that we can't see or explain well and i think it comes back to if you look at it on a much deeper spiritual sense you know a lot of people including myself and and you and you know a lot of people we know believe that you know the universe is this you know unimaginably vast powerful wise energy that we all are a part of at our core you know if you look at us at, at our core like what are we as humans we're a bunch of atoms that were assembled together to create this conscious being but if you put the atoms and matter of our bodies aside, what are we left with? And, you know, we all carry this energy or, you know, which is, it could soul. be your soul or spirit, whatever you want to call yeah. it. And it all flows. Stream. Yeah. Your consciousness stream all flows into this grand energy that exists. It's grand design. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The universe is literally inside you. Like, mm-hmm. that is literally what you are. So when people say things like, you are God, you can do anything because you are the God of your own universe. Or if you hear people talking about manifestation, it's all the same right. idea. Right. That you do have that you're tapping the power into... of the universe inside of you. Because you are, right. you are, what is the quote? It's You gave it to me for Christmas. It's on my wall, my office. You are the universe expressing itself yeah. for a moment in time. Right. Yeah. I think it was, I forget who said that, Carl Sagan, maybe. I don't remember. I think it might be Carl Sagan. I don't know. It's on my um, wall, though. Yeah. No, that, it's a, that's it's what a, we are as humans. Is we like are. We're, we're energy, expressing universal energy ex- this, being expressed. Exactly. As a being. Exactly. As a conscious being. Yeah. And that when you ex- when you look at life outside of Earth and aliens and, and everything else, you have to think that we're all, that's what ties us all together. Like aliens might be way different than us and you know, way smarter than us they and everything else. Different. But at the end, they might look different, but they may not. 
I mean, they may just be humans just like us. I mean, there's a good chance that there is. I believe if there extraterrestrial are, humans out there. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a pretty good chance that. I mean, what's the chances of there being at least in the billions of galaxies, one other Earth? That looks somewhat like us or, yeah, developed. I mean. Where'd yeah. our DNA come from? I know our DNA came from somewhere, so we must look yeah. like something. Well, that's the thing, right? That's I mean, if we so didn't evolve from. think about. We but didn't it does, evolve doesn't from it give you and, comfort thinking that. If there is an alien race out there that maybe we do share the same universal bond, the same energy, the same soul network, whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, there is the idea that they're, we're all just like going to, you know, they would just come and annihilate us. That's a possibility, too. But like maybe they understand how complex, like in Lilo and Stitch, the aliens were coming down to Earth and they were very concerned about like harming the humans because they're endangered species. And, <laughs> Maybe that's really how it is that we have a bond with other creatures and that they understand it. But because we're not clued in on this, we have no idea. Well, yeah, because the fact that we none of us know the truth about it 100 percent. I mean, scientists can, you know, make predictions and theorize about it. And yeah. that's what a lot of religions are, are. you know, a lot of right. religions are attempting to make sense of the universe and of creation and mm -hmm. of all of these different things. That we all have fucking questions about. And that's why there's religion. Because right. people, we all have this, this, like, this, want this feeling for inside answer, of us. Yeah, we want to know where we came from. Like, isn't that natural to want to know what we are, who we are, what our purpose is, why we're here, and where we came from? Right. So I think people have come up with answers for that because they don't actually know. Or things have been passed down over time of what, you know, other cultures and uh, civilizations have come up with to explain things. And it's been like warped and passed down. And, you know, now we're here with this. But it's pretty interesting to it, think it about. It really is. I mean, you can sit here and ponder this all day mm -hmm. because the, we just we don't know. And, and you know, we're, we're going to continue way off. <laughs> searching and trying to figure out the answers to the universe and where we came from and, and all of that, but there's a really good chance we may never know unless, you know, which I hope, I really do hope for contact with extraterrestrials that hopefully are, you know, far more intelligent than we are and their consciousness is far, me, far more evolved, you know, because like, remember guys, we're a type zero civilization. We are still at war, we're still fighting with each other, we're still on fossil fuels, we're still mm -hmm. very primitive and oh yeah we think we're so smart too everyone thinks we're so smart like we're so advanced and so modern yeah and we're really not we're no. very very primitive still mm -hmm. like and, a bunch of dingbats you know, running around down here and chances literally. are there's aliens that are like oh and i mean i don't believe that that's our fault i think no i don't think, I think it's our fault. we have been held back by a number of forces at play here on this planet but i do believe there are other civilizations that are you know, light years farther advanced than we are and may hold, you know, some of the answers to these questions, especially about where we came from and the universe. All right. I got a couple. I just wanted to quickly go through some of uh, the religious theories because obviously you got, you know, there's a lot of religious people on the planet and, you know, I think it's important to take everybody's beliefs and, you know, at absolutely. Least, and they at might be right. Yeah. I like to I mean, I remind know. myself that I might, you know, none of us know. So I respect anyone's belief to believe anything. Right. And I mean, obviously, no one knows, <laughs> you know, you might disagree with everything they say, but, you know, it's still important to consider it. So obviously, Christianity, Judaism, uh, Catholicism, believe in some form of creationism, 
uh, which holds that the universe, Earth, and all of life on Earth were created by direct acts of God less than 10,000 years ago, which is, I don't know. I I think it's a little hard to say that everything was created in 10,000 years. I thought it was seven days. Wait, I'm confused. I thought God created this shit in seven days. No, 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 he did, but it happened only 10,000 years ago from today. Oh, okay. Didn't take him 10,000 years. A lot of creationists believe this, that, you know, they're called young earth creationists or whatever. And what I was taught growing up was that the earth is only 10,000 years old. And it makes no sense, though, because there's stuff that there's like. Well, how do you, and that's the thing is, how do you explain the dinosaurs? And then, you know, they say people were living with the dinosaurs. Noah had dinosaurs on the ark. Have you heard that? Dinosaurs on the ark? Yep. Oh, okay. If you go to the Ark Encounter. And they didn't sink? They have dinosaurs in the Ark. Ah. That Noah. The Ark Encounter. What's that? That's that giant replica of Noah's Ark in. I didn't know you could I want to say it's in Kentucky, I think. Oh, damn. Yeah. And they have dinosaurs on there. What? Because. That makes no Creationists believe that we, we existed. We lived among the dinosaurs and stuff. Okay. What? Remember that when we were in. We went in this forest in Australia and they dated the, the forest back. 180 million years so what <laughs> right well it's a, it, it obviously contradicts science yeah so you know i mean i i do know i do know a lot of christians that you know say hey you know this this that doesn't really make sense to but me but it's not just science that it's contradicting it's crit- contradicting all the other the civilizations timeline. that yeah, lived before timeline. us and saying right. they were all of shit because they recorded like their right. dates and stuff especially the sumerians and things yeah. like that like so it's kind of like a little low-key disrespectful for real because they're basically saying they didn't exist yep which they clearly did and we gotta have respect for it but there's a, i mean there's a lot of christians that believe in a literal interpretation of this creation narrative in the bible's book of genesis it seems like a lot of christians though like 50 percent are like much more realistic about this kind of stuff they don't have, take it as a literal word yeah they don't so that's the thing right there's people there's christians that believe in the bible 100 percent in its literal form and then there's christians that understand that this book was written a long time ago and that we can't take the stories and everything in it as literal interpretation and that we may have to take it and sort of you know decipher it to sort of make sense as more of a theoretical type uh narrative versus an actual because Cause like, yeah, I grew up believing that God created the earth in six 24 hour days. He just created this whole, whole Oh, universe. it's only six now? Six days. I thought it was seven. No, seventh day he rested. That's why it's oh, Sunday. Oh, right. So he just Took was a, chilling. He just chilled on Sunday, yeah. Smoking a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, he created marijuana. Dude, if, I was, so. if I just created the world, I would smoke a bowl and say, He God did create damn, all these I natural substances if, so if what? you believe in God. Day one, he created the light. And then isn't there like a whole thing? Yeah, I mean, he created everything. Moon, stars, sun, Damn. everything. Universe. All the mosquitoes, Six all days. the billions of creatures. Six days. And then he proceeded to create us in the image of him. Right. And I was just made out of the rib, right? As a woman, I'm nothing but a man's rib. Correct? Yeah. And From a little, my understanding. little other magic. A little other magic. What's the other magic? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he took it and took some dirt and like rubbed it i, oh, I forget the exact the story ribs? and then that's yeah how he did like created. he had a little method to it and then all of a sudden oh. well why'd you give us a right to vote then we're clearly just like an extension of you well yeah i mean and <laughs> wink wink if you did and that's why you know a lot of a lot of christians do still believe that that version of events today and 
I'm sorry, I, think I there just was can't a, with that. Yeah, I, I am mean, more than a rib. Do you remember when that <laughs> creation uh, creationist scientist debated Bill Nye? I didn't ever watch it. I don't you like should to watch, watch those it. It's on. It's I feel on YouTube. But Bill Nye, the science guy, <laughs> debates <laughs> debates a creationist. Uh, Ken Ken Burns, I think, is his name. Oh, think, Ken Burns is the yeah. famous director that like makes movies and has that effect on iMovie. Yeah, no, this is a That's different good. Ken Burns. <laughs> I, I, his last name may not be Burns. I, I might have just filled that Maybe in. Maybe it's but... Ken Bone from that election. <laughs> like, remember in 2016? No, Red not... sweater Ken Bone. What up, Ken Bone? Where are you at? No. It's, it's definitely <laughs> definitely not him. No, definitely not him. Okay. So, <sighs> I, I personally, you know, once I sort of woke up to everything and you know, realize that everything is so much bigger and, and mm -hmm. you know, the Christian version of events did not work for me. I kind of, you There's know. There's a lot of holes. There's there a lot of a questions lot of I would have. I went on, at, in church, we went on a field, listen to this. We went on a field trip to Dinosaur Ridge, which is in Colorado. There's, oh yeah, hella. There's a that place. famous place with a bunch of dinosaur fossils because mm -hmm. there was dinosaurs in Colorado at one point. And I remember that we went on this trip and we were not allowed to talk to any of like the rangers or anybody. <laughs> no, seriously. Don't talk to the scientists. No, and we couldn't we couldn't kids. go in there and like read read all talking. of the like things. We had a special guide that <laughs> the they hired. Fuck? Why even bother a creationist scientist come in? And he I rem I'll never forget this. We were walking along and they were walking up to like little giant ass fossils of like dinosaurs that were huge. And they're like, your ancestors were walking among these mm. dinosaurs. They were riding them too. Yes. Yeah. Great Grandpa Josh. Hunting them. <laughs> great, great, great Grandpa Josh was on it. He wrote it. And I just remember being like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And I mean, I was like 13, <laughs> maybe 14. I was just like, no. No. <laughs> this, this, it, it, and it really may have been one of the factors that just kind of got me thinking. Like, oh, God, I would have been such a fuck if I was back I to that. Know. I would have asked all the annoying questions like, and been that kid. I was like, wait, but how do you explain this? And again, guys, uh, I know that not all Christians. No, believe we're this. talking about the people that believe this. We're talking okay? about fundamental. We love you all, no matter what you, you know, believe. Obviously. Yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not saying you know if you do believe this, you're somehow wrong. Cause I don't know, I don't know for sure. I'm, I'll say it. I don't know for sure. Maybe, maybe it was ten thousand. I'm just ago. gonna say I'm pretty fucking sure it wasn't. But, <laughs> but that's that's the uh, the Christian you know Judaism Judaism version Catholicism. I'm sorry, believes I'm just in a gonna I'm gonna version. need a little proof, just like one little ounce of proof for that. But but again, there have been conservative Protestant Christian denominations who have also welcomed the Big Bang Theory as a supporting uh, historical inter interpretation of the doctrine of creation, as well as uh, one of the popes declared that the Big Bang Theory does not con conflict with the cath uh, Catholic concept of, concept of creation. So again, it's pretty split, I would say, and many do not. You know, many have sort of adapted the Big Bang Theory. You know, maybe God initiated the Big Bang Theory. You know, that could be the theory that whatever God is. And I mean, and that's the thing, right? We have to, when we're talking no, about religion. No, that does make more like, sense to me. I don't think We're that... not saying I, I don't believe in God. It's no. just God in the form of Jesus and as yeah. a human. And that, that I don't believe. Yeah, but, and I'm not saying I don't believe in all. I think all Christianity is false. I think the 10,000 year thing. Is not true. I cannot believe that because I believe in our ancestors who were alive before them. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not just going to pretend they're all fucking liars and didn't exist. Yeah. 
Yeah. But like, I respect. I mean, we already know, know. Maybe God did start the Big Bang. Like, I get that. I've heard Christian's version of kind of like a modern Christian take on things. And I think it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because I mean, we already have like scientifically proven that there was early forms of humans like 100,000 years ago. Yeah. We yeah. found fossils and and actually carbon dated that. Like, I don't know how you can really refute that evidence. Like, we yeah. know that they've been allowed. And I don't want to like 10, discount years. Christians altogether because I have thought about the idea of like, I know that Jesus Christ himself was a real person, and for all we know, he was or was he <laughs> spiritual though? Like, he was an alien for all we know, or he was some type of like a god. Well, Maybe when you he really look, was, yeah, like, exactly a divine spirit. Maybe it's not the one and only or maybe the rule book is a little messed up at this point and a little mistranslated but like maybe jesus christ himself was some type of um you know like how there's been other types being. of people in history that have helped human evolution yeah and and helped people like jesus a was spiritual supposed to be this warrior, great person that right. taught people how to love and how to like not judge and like that like sounds Luther to me king, like a god like, like so Martin many Luther other king, like, like um, gandhi yeah like yeah. So many people. Have. And and again, like if you look at all of the world religions, including Islam and, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism and yeah, all, the, all or... the major religions, they all talk about these prophets and people that, you know, either were some form of God or communicated directly with God. And even the Egyptians felt this way, too, and right. the Greeks, and they had their own gods. And so, I mean, chances are they're probably divine beings that carry energy or help move things along or have a greater role than the it, rest of us. Or just more enlightened or, than the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Just so higher I, evolved, I do believe in conscious, that. Yeah, consciousness-wise. So maybe, maybe Jesus Christ really did rise from the dead, like people said. Like, maybe, maybe that story is true. And he really was, like, a... a force that we couldn't understand as humans yeah and again i just want people to know i don't discount like all of religion just because yeah. i'm not religious well that's the thing too is there is a lot of like there is a lot of historical fact within there the is. bible i mean there we is. know a lot about the timeline of human history because of it mm -hmm. and know about ancient babylon and all of these ancient civilizations that we know existed because they were you know dated in the bible and and when you look at the bible and the quran or sorry the quran and other um, religious texts, you know, it's very, it's, it, you have to consider it the same way that you would consider, you know, any non-religious texts in this, you know, same form or any other story you read from ancient cultures and things like that. Cause for all we know, I mean, these, this could be, you know, contain a lot of the truth about our history and things like that. But it also, there's a possibility that it's been altered. mistranslated, altered, mm -hmm completely changed altogether i mean i mean who, come how on, do we really know i mean how do we really know we can't no what one version can exists to today no one it's can claim been, to know that they know what's up you know it's not like the bible or the quran was written in english no <laughs> it was written in wasn't it like written on like stones at first too or like scrolls straight up yeah it goes way back way yeah back. so like come on it's been rewritten so it's like thousands of, of years so it's like you know we have to be we subjective have to take and about it yeah. and it's the same reason and we don't go believe for, the greeks or yeah. you know any other mythological right thing but they can we can listen to it and take something good out of it or something interesting and not necessarily just discount it altogether because like you said i think the people at the start of any religion had the right intentions and things have just been so warped like it's I mean, you t talk about the Vatican or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like the original message has been Corrupt. severely corrupted. Yeah, right. 
Um, so well, whenever you get, you know, unevolved humans involved, we're going to, yeah, you know, we're going to say, how can I profit off this? How can I control people? We're with this? Greedy, how can I selfish use this as power beings? And yeah. we, you know, there's people out there that will do anything to put, you know, to get ahead. Well, you want to feel powerful, give people answers right, that they're control. wanting. It's a control. Tell mechanism. people that, you know, what's going to happen and you know, the way for them to get to heaven is to do A, B, C, D. Right. And people are, if, if you can sell it well enough, like people will give everything they have because having the answers, those answers that we all deeply want in our souls is like awesome. I mean, I'm sometimes jealous of religious people that really, really truly feel so sure about their beliefs Mm -hmm. and feel so, because I feel so unsure in it. Yeah. Just like flying around. I don't know what the fuck (laughs) I just, yeah. It changes every day. Yeah. You know, I've never every had new any discovery certain... like might send you a different direction. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and some, but some people don't like to live life without, you know, having the, the answers. answers. Right. But exactly. no one's ever going to have the answers. And that's the one thing he, some humans can't accept that you don't. Know. And, and, I, and if you're and a religious person, you know, I respect all the religious people that say like, hey, you know, this is what I believe. But yeah, yeah you're right. Like, do we all have a doubt? Sure. You know, and are, aren't afraid to admit that doubt that. Yeah. They could be and that wrong, doesn't mean you're you know? a bad Christian or Catholic or whatever no. you are. It means you're a intelligent individual who's questioning things and using your brain. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing, right? Is it's, you know, I was told like doubts are such a terrible, bad thing, but in reality doubts, you know, are really what, you know, test you at the end of the day to see, you know, if you're really serious about what you believe. And, you know, I think yeah. it's important to, you know, have beliefs and, and critically think about, such deep things such as yeah. you know what is this reality what is the universe where do we go when we die you mm-hmm. know what is our purpose here like these are all great questions and we should all be thinking about them i just think that it should be an ongoing thing like it shouldn't be like oh all right got one version boom i'm set yeah pack it up Zip, zap, you know zone, close that s- close that part of my brain off for the rest of my life mm-hmm. i'm just gonna roll with it you know and you know i know people personally that that think like that and you know, my hope for them is that, you know, you stay open. I mean, you got to stay mm-hmm. open. You know, you can believe in something, but keep keep it open for, yeah. for new updates. I mean, because look, guys, if we have aliens come and join our society and our civilization and they start, you know, telling us about all this crazy technology and lead us into a whole nother age of human history, I mean, things yeah. are going to change like. People's yeah. beliefs are gonna have to change. I guarantee you, people will not be practicing the same religions in six hundred years. They're gonna be like, "What?" Yeah, that's what those. Yeah, <laughs> especially if they're extremely advanced. I mean, we know that there is different levels to our consciousness, and and there are ways to transcend our consciousness to higher levels of thinking, and you know, tapping into you know all these different planes and dimensions that exist. We know this is actually what is reality. So. You know, there is a chance that as human beings, we will evolve and our consciousness will transcend with us. And we could have far more answers to life, to the universe than we have now. And yeah, so, you'd you know, be open to that. If you look at religions, you look at Buddhism, you know, and you look at Islam and you look at Hinduism going back to the oldest religious ideas in recorded human history, they all sort of teach many of the same things and you know islam is is a very confusing one i don't know a ton about islam but um 
The Quran, the Quran states that the heavens and the earth were of one piece before being parted. God then created the landscape of the earth, placed the sky above it as a roof, and then created the day and night cycles by appointing an orbit for both the sun and the moon. And I think it's really interesting that like there's such this divide between Christians and uh, Muslim people when in fact there's, I think there's a lot of similarities between the two religions. I, I find that really interesting. But I, I really like, um, you know, Buddhism's approach to the universe that the origin of the world is unknowable and that um, the universe is one of many that have come before so that the world we came into followed the destruction of another and will be followed by yet another universe, which is like the death and rebirth um, is eternal. It never ends, which goes into the whole idea of, you know, reincarnation all those things that it life is a cycle the universe is a cycle you know whenever one is destroyed a new one is created which sounds a lot like the oscillating model of the universe or where the universe essentially restarts itself maybe even a multiverse so i think it's very interesting i do too in hinduism same way they believe in an internal universe cosmology i feel like i identify a lot more with that i mean i never try to like put myself into a group but I like him get behind that a little more and understand it better. That the universe is infinite and cyclic rather than a universe which originated from a big bang. And that's something that Josh and I really want to talk about soon too is just the cycles of the universe. That's a whole different interesting thing. And Hindus, uh, I think, really were the ones who started the idea of the great yeah. year. Yeah. And Josh and I want to get into that. And that's basically like about there being all these different cycles and dark times in history right. and enlightened times in history and Kali Yuga Kali Yuga and so we're going to do a whole podcast on that but it is really interesting that they include that and that Hinduism is very interesting it is the more I learn about Hinduism the yeah more fascinated I am with it I feel like they're very connected to the original well deal. they're they're the oldest recorded religion I mean they if anybody was you know somehow yeah. recording what happened at the beginning you know Maybe it was the, the Hindus. And I know? mean, I hope no one takes offense to this, but the the gods, they look out of this world. They look yeah. alien. Ancient astronaut they look theory. Like, right? I mean, some of them are blue. This doesn't sound as crazy um, as you think. Multiple arms. Ganesha. There's Geisha with the Geisha, elephant yeah. nose. And um, forgetting the one that's blue. It starts with an R. But anyway... Um, same with it's the ancient Egyptians and their, you know, their yeah, gods their and goddesses gods raw like aliens too, like, for sure. And the depictions of uh, what's things that look like space. The one craft. that I really liked, the bird. It's like not Thorn. It's like Thoth. Thoth. Yes. Thoth. Yeah. I just like that name. Thoth. Thoth. Yeah. I'm Thoth. <laughs> I mean, I, I know a lot of people just kind of like chuckle when they, you know, listen to ancient you know, astronaut theory and stuff. And, oh, I and, believe it. And ancient astronaut theorists and what they believe. But I, uh, I, I would think it's put very possible. It, honestly. I, mean, I think there was probably alien beings at least one time on the earth that at least came that here. may have helped us start starts our civilizations or here or like we were originally aliens hybrids that like, I mean, this is a whole genetically thing, engineered but, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it works into some of these religions, which is really it does. It really does. You definitely can't discount it all as bullshit. There's, you can't. there's a lot to this stuff, you know, and a lot of wisdom within like packed within this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a there's a surprising amount of evidence. And you look at artifacts that have been uncovered and, you know, you know, that all of these people that 
existed with elongated skulls and things oh, yeah. and you're like was that just because they were doing weird rituals yeah. or is that They're because like, oh, they, they just had like to make their heads flat huge brains and were maybe far more advanced and had a you know had an iq of 400 and we have an iq of 100 like maybe like we started off as extremely intelligent beings that were or there were um, you know hybrid with some other extraterrestrial race and then over time we've actually become unevolved like our brain we've gotten dumber with time or, or maybe it's a were, part of that there were be beings here that were alien human hybrids that had the elongated skulls and there were still also humans like of earth beings and then of space beings there's kind of a mix sure, and there was yeah. like a mix in between yeah um and then they're gone now or they left for some reason or, or something part happens. of our evolution is us right. being alone and figuring it out or on our own maybe there was you it's kind of hard to believe though that it was just like they wanted their heads to be long i'm sorry i know that's like the scientific term people love to like school me with that one yeah like, oh kendall it's just because they like to smash their heads because it makes them look cool they did like, these weird rituals and that's okay just... and maybe they did maybe i mean you're probably right but like what why and how how would you make i can't even imagine strapping a wood board to a baby and their skull turning into a cone yeah that doesn't make any sense to me here's a here's an interesting thought so these and we will talk about this in depth in another episode because this is super interesting but yeah, these, we gotta wrap these, this up. This these is be ancient peoples that you know existed with these elongated skulls you know a lot of people theorize that they may end they may have ended up falling into sort of the power positions on our planet like maybe that's the reason the pope always yeah. wears like this crazy oh, crazy hat bitch. because he's hiding an elongated skull oh that is a and spicy theory i like people that, that exist oh with God. these elongated skulls the pope even to this day elongated shut up that is so that interesting are, that you know these the people pope. that did have these iqs of crazy oh, you know crazy intelligence God. Could in fact still be that around is today. Fascinating thinking that the Pope is hiding a giant alien head. <laughs> Isn't that? Isn't I that? hope he is. He always was wearing the <laughs> like hat. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Pope. Yeah. They were those weird fucking. And things. they have for centuries. Like, it looks like whoa. Going way. No, back. but here's Pope like Benedict, whatever the new one, the well, like yeah. woke Pope. Woke Pope. But he's I mean, wearing like a that's like a yarmulke. So clearly he's been hiding. As far his as thing. you know, that could be a highly advanced piece of technology. <laughs> that's smushing his little head. Dude, we need to do an episode on the Vatican because <laughs> dude, they've got some shit there. Oh yeah. Don't tell me that they didn't take some shit from the Library of Alexandria. Oh, they did. And hide it away. They got a lot of shit hidden away. There that's are a whole other episode. Miles of underground. Miles, man. Miles of underground tunnels and. Uh, <sighs> probably safes and everything else the burnt underneath the Vatican. is such an interesting... We definitely need to talk about the Library of Alexandria yeah. and other places that have just burned books. Book burning. Like, and I remember learning about that, that in been, school and being yeah. like, whatever, someone burned some books. Who cares? No, dude. But we now lost it's like we so lost much. like... Oh, it's almost sickening to think about. Maybe the, the answer to how the universe began. Probably For all did. we fucking know. For all we fucking I'm know. I'm sure someone had it written down at some point. You'd think... Whoever was around in the beginning was probably like, we should probably write this shit down just in case like we lose it over time or like, you know, once we're dead. I feel like someone wrote that wrote the shit down and there's probably a reason it was burned. There's yeah. no way they just burned it because why would you do that? Who in their right mind would do that? Unless there was some ulterior motive, which is to which burn leads it, you to get completely to rid of it. Nobility why? of the planet. Possibly. Why people... not just take those books and hide them? 
Why do they have to burn them? Because they wanted to destroy exactly. what they contained. They don't they want contain everyone, something. anyone to ever They know. may have contained the secrets of the universe. They like and they're like, if we destroy this, we'll be able to control people by creating our own narrative. This and is maybe so that's funny. why they did it. Now that I've Googled like the Pope's hidden elongated skull, now that I'm getting like Obama pictures, people have like drawn up like uh, Obama's like clearly hiding. You his. never know, man. They do call <laughs> come from the same bloodline. Oh my God, they could. So many crazy things. All right, I want to wrap it up. I got one last thing that yeah, I wanted to share. I just realized I um, was supposed to be at an I was supposed to be in an eye doctor appointment like right now, and I just I'm not there because it's yeah. I got one more. Whoops. Conspiracy theorist view. This has of gone the a universe. long time. I just want to to read this because it is very interesting and it could have some truth to it, but it could be drop your tinfoil hat on right now. Drop it. Put the fucking shit on. Just drop that shit on. Put it on and just be open about this. This is okay. This is coming from Alex Jones. I will disclose her there. This was actually from a conversation Alex Jones had with Joe Rogan on his podcast where Alex Jones just goes off and is like. This is basically the truth about the universe. So this is Alex Jones view, but it has some very interesting points in it that I think may or may not be true. So let's hear what he had to say. So he said, the elite are all about transcendence and living forever and the secrets of the universe. And they want to know all of this makes sense. Some are good. Some are bad. Some are a mix, but the good ones don't ever want to organize. The bad ones tend to organize because they lust after power. Powerful consciousnesses don't want to dominate other people. They want to empower them. So they don't tend to get together until things are really late in the game. Then they come together and evil's always defeated because good is so much stronger. We're on this planet and Einstein's physics show and Max Planck's physics show that there are at least 12 dimensions, which is what we talked about earlier. And now that's what all the top scientists and billionaires are coming out saying. It's a false hologram. It is artificial. The computers are scanning it and finding tension points where it's artificially projected and gravity's bleeding into this universe. That's what they call dark matter. That I find very interesting. That's actually really interesting. Isn't that really interesting? I mean, it's like... If you you believe in the simulation theory or the hologram theory and that this is an artificial universe... And that our computers are actually scanning and finding points in which there's like tears in the the fabric wow. of the universe or the simulation where gravity's bleeding through. I mean, could be. That's really compa- that's actually really interesting to right? think about. I like thinking about it at least. He went on to say that so we're like a thought or a dream that's a wisp in some computer program in some god's mind. Whatever they're proving it all, it's all coming out. There's this sub-transmission zone below the third dimension that just turned over the most horrible things. It's what it resonates to. And it's trying to get up into the third dimension, and that's just a basic level, consciousness, to launch into the next levels. And our species is already way up at the fifth or sixth dimension, consciously, our best people. But there's this big war trying to basically destroy humanity because humanity has free will. And there's a decision decision to which level we want to go to. We have free will, so evil's allowed to come and contend, and not just good. The elites themselves believe they're racing, using human technology to try to take our best minds and build some type of breakaway civilization where they're going to merge with machines, transcend, and break away from the failed species that is man. 
Wow. That's damn. possible, man. I mean, yeah, it is possible. The richest, smartest people on the planet that have the money and the technology. The ones that are like meeting at the Bohemian fucking yeah, club. Yeah, basically be like, we're going to ditch all these like puny yeah. little humans and go create like a you know elite what? species. It might be the only way to continue our species is something like that. Sadly. Yeah, it's crazy. So Interesting this, stuff. Yeah, this is interesting too. You said, which is kind of like a false transmission because what they're thinking is that they are is ba- ugly and bad projecting it onto themselves instead of believing no it's a human test about building us up and so google was set up 18 19 years ago i knew he said i knew about this before it was declassified i'm just saying i have good sources which i don't here's the thing about alex jones right he says a lot of crazy shit but we do have to recognize him as you know one of the first r- conspiracy theories out there and way back when he was first getting started 20 years ago you know he was a lot different than he is today and he was kind of one of the first people to publicly come out and talk about conspiracy theories. Yeah. And, you know, he kind of like broke the ground in that sense. He definitely did. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that people that were whistleblowers or insiders or things like that came to him with possibly classified information. And that's what he said. He said, uh, Google wants to build a giant artificial system. And they believe that the first artificial intelligence will be a supercomputer based on the neuron activities of the hive mind of humanity with billions of people wired into it with the Internet of Things. So all of our thoughts go into it and we're actually building a computer that has real neurons in real time that's also physically uh, uh, physic- or psych- psychically connected to us that are organic creatures so that they will have current prediction powers, future prediction powers, a true crystal ball. Whoa. But the big secret is once you have a crystal ball and know the future, you can add stimuli beforehand that make decisions that control the future. And so then it's the end of consciousness and free will for individuals as we know in a true 2.0 in a very bad way, hive mind consciousness with an AI jacked into everyone Knowing our hopes and dreams, delivering it to us, not in some type of wire head headset where we plug in and give up on consciousness because of unlimited pleasure, but because we are already wired in and absorbed before we knew it by giving over our consciousness to the system, our daily decisions, that it was able to manipulate and control into a larger one. Mm. Yeah, so he basically said that, like, the you know, unless we stop this from happening, Humanity could essentially all all we could all lose our power of free will and our consciousness for that matter because we've literally submitted ourselves to Well, we kind of have the AI minds that could I mean it sounds it's fucking totally, crazy, but it's like But it's not it's not that crazy. The idea of it is not. I'm not saying it's like true. And people, you know, but... we've talked about like the Illuminati or this elite group of individuals that control the planet and how are they, you know, the idea that they want to reduce the population. Well, if they're real, they're probably planning like hundreds of years out. If they want to reduce the population, one way to do it would be to completely take over our yeah. minds mm-hmm. and take us, take our free will Use out us of it. as slaves, yeah. basically. Ugh. How crazy is that? Creepy as fuck. So now everybody's going to be fucking terrified of Google now. Well, I'm not having any of that Alexa shit in our house. Yeah, AI AI is very scary, man. It really is. There's a lot of scary shit that could happen with it. <laughs> and do we trust Google? Do we trust these big corporate? I mean, mm, Google's no. a giant corporation. They seem like they've got our best intentions in mind, but do they really? 
They have a lot of power, and normally there's not the and greatest people behind power. And a lot of information on, about you. Yeah, and they seem to just keep getting more and more power and striving for and more And they're and trying power. to push this technology into all of our homes. Oh, yeah. They oh, want yeah. you to have What's this the AI. What's the thing? The Google Hub is the newest The thing. Google uh, Assistant, yeah. It's. I think it's called the Hub or something. I, I, it's a new thing. It's like a... They're like literally throwing it, throwing it in for free with like everything. Yeah, they're trying to get yeah, these they AI want them in people's and that houses. Scares me. I'm never letting that shit. That in shit our can house. fucking listen to you, man. But what about our phones? And record it. Siri, we have Siri, right. so we're fucked. Anyway. Disable Siri, everybody. Disable <laughs> AI. But how Siri. am I gonna play Ariana Grande when I'm wet in the shower and I need Alexa to <laughs> turn it useful, on? It's useful, <laughs> It could be recording you in our conversations and collecting data well, without us. At this us point, it's probably too late anyway. Fuck, we're so <laughs> fucked. So that's where we're going to end it, guys. We're all <laughs> fucked. The universe is uh, still a mystery. We want to know what you and... guys think, though. Like, what's your best guess? What's your gut feeling? What's, like, oh. what do you think? Because obviously we don't know and we don't none know of shit. us know. So oh, we're no. really open to all of your I opinions just, I on I hope this. and I do believe that there is a higher power of some sort I know that in there control is. here. I know in my that soul that there is. We can, we do, we can take the power back and we can yeah. be... The civilization we want to be we can be the beings we want to be and that's the message to you and i really hope we can get some aliens to help us out man i think we if need them there, before ai like just like maybe they're really on their way though we don't taking know. over us i don't know everyone pray <laughs> just kidding <laughs> pray to who i don't know uh, what was that song we were listening to today it was like we all man. pray to different gods which one is your version yeah it's a odessa song yeah it's odessa. like everybody pray my favorite band to yeah God. artists what's your version it's true though. It's really true. At the end of the day, you know, whoever you call God, like at the end of the day, like it's the same thing. We're all praying to the, the same, same thing. thing. Cause same we are thing. all connected, whether we want to believe I'm a Jewish yeah, person and I'm wanna, a Christian person. I'm a right. Muslim person. No, we are all person persons. We're all, we're all the beings. same. Like we're on the same fucking planet. And you know, at the end of the day, that's, and that's why all the barriers, all the bullshit, all the politics we have is just, so much more in just a way to divide us, just yes, a way to make us weaker. And don't yeah. fall into the hate. Don't fall into the, the sides and the hatred on each other. Like we can't be like that or we're going to be screwed. The best chance we have is the people working together. That's all we have. That's all we have. We have each the other. numbers, the elite and the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them. They have, they do not have, they might have the, the money. Numbers. They might have the money, but they don't have the people. But and they, they don't, don't have, have the, the people, right? They don't have the so we can do it. <laughs> so we could do it, guys. Chew on that nugget till the next episode, <laughs> and we'll be back next week with an episode on big pharma and we the truth do that about pharmaceutical sure? companies. Oh yeah, I'm oh, ready man. for it. I'm uh, ready for it. Get ready. I have a lot to say. Yeah, with I your personal experience, yeah. and I'm sure many of you have, with your experience. With. I'm ready to like rip my doctor apart in the next episode. So and and just talking about how many, how pharmaceutical the pharmaceutical companies are literally destroying us like and the politicians killing that us. are like going along with it yep so we got so much more coming for y'all we appreciate you listening or watching the episode today it was a lot of fun if you enjoyed it please give us a huge thumbs up subscribe on youtube and on on itunes leave us a rating or review it really does help us out and we love to hear your thoughts as always stay woke and stay safe y'all see you next time